Hello, everyone. Just want to welcome you all to the third episode of the Tell Your Mom I Love Her podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, today, my guest is Evie Deese. I have, uh, I have a very, very fun conversation with her today, and I uh, hope you all enjoy it. We get into all sorts of topics, um, from mindfulness to Tolkien to getting naked on Mill Avenue, a whole lot of fun. Uh, a little bit about her. She works for a nonprofit. She has a background in the restaurant industry, and she founded the meditation school Humsam. And she also happens to be a shaman. So we'll get into all that and further details over this fun conversation. So yeah, I hope you all enjoy. Welcome. All right, we are we are live. I will I will record in like a proper proper intro later and kind of. Get an accurate thing. Just give me a few points you'd like to be introduced as, um, and I'll. After you leave, I'll make the. Welcome to the podcast, whatever. So this is the third episode, and I have Evie, and then I need you to say your last name again. Your surname. <laughs> yeah, it's my surname. It's at Dis. Dis. Yeah. So. Evie runs a meditation school, and you run a nonprofit as well. I'm trying to keep track of. Yeah, I don't, so I don't... Introduce yourself for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I am the creator and founder of the HUM School of Meditation, um, which is based here in Phoenix, Arizona. It's a a meditation school based on, like, strictly non-secular practices um, with a foundation in the neuroscience of habit building. So that's sort of one side of what I do. And then I also, um, I don't run a nonprofit. I work for a nonprofit. Uh, yeah, I wish I, I wish I could say I ran it. No, I don't. That's so much work. <laughs> um, but um, I am the knowledge champion and content strategist for Business Relationship Management Institute, which wow. is pretty cool. So I get to bring a lot of my like mindfulness um, and other creativity sourced beliefs mm-hmm. into that as well. You apply them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so um, I, I met you at Undertow, my job, mm-hmm. the bar I work at, and uh, you reached out to me on Instagram, and like I have a bunch of messages that come get filtered as uh, yeah, that I need to approve them. I think it's from private accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one day I was looking through those, I was like, oh my god, I missed your message. And I was like, I felt really bad. I was like, you're like, do you want to hang out sometime? I'm like, yeah. And then we <laughs> hung out, and it was awesome. You're really, you're just a rad person oh. and I'm like very very thrilled to have you on today and like to, to talk a little bit about um, maybe kind of enlighten people to the to the whole um, science based habit habit changing meditation practice and so I mean the last time we hung out <clears throat> I guess was, that was the first time we hung out you gave me <laughs> you gave me a uh, a trick Breathe in for four, hold it for seven, out for eight. Was that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah the four, seven, eight breath. Four, seven, eight chin. Yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll, I'll be on my walks, getting sunlight, and I still have sunblock on. I can feel it. <laughs> it's on me. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll be on my walks, and I'll, I'll, I'll practice that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's. Kind of cool. like, kind of gets me zoned in. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, any, anything you're willing to share um, in regard to how you found out about that, how that has been studied, like right. what brought you to know about this? Yeah. So, oh my God. Um, it was a long road okay. <laughs> to, to get there. Um, so I've always been really 
you know, when I was younger, I wanted to, I actually wanted to be a nun. Um, so I've always like been really into like sort Catholic of nun. like Catholic nun. Yeah. Really nuns, I don't think so. I think it's, I it think it's, be, like, no, I don't, I don't think you call them. No, monks I, and nuns? There's monks that are whatever. Okay, I don't know. Okay. I, it you wanted to like, be a nun. I wanted to be a Catholic nun. Um, <laughs> How old were you when you decided this? I was uh, middle school into high school. Wow. Yeah. Where were you living at the time? Uh, at the time, I was living uh, in Colorado Springs and then moved to St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like an appropriate area to be a nun would be St. Louis. Like, yeah, yeah or right. Pennsylvania. I feel like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Like, I'm, I want to be a nun. Right. Yeah. I'm from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the Quakers weren't enough. Yeah, like, like no, no this I... is like the culture here. <laughs> I'm a nun of that. Well, aren't the, what's the uh, Amish, aren't they in Pennsylvania too? Yeah, the Amish. Mm-hmm. What the hell, Pennsylvania? I need to go there. Okay. <laughs> that's what, that's your draw to Pennsylvania. Just weird. Weird re- Semi-cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Antiquated. Perfect. We don't have fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so you wanted to be a nun like middle, like middle I, school. Yeah, so I wanted to be a nun uh, all the way into high school. Uh, ended up catching the the parish priest in a, in a pretty big lie, um, and it just sort of it was like this like like this instance of just like well oh my god like if if this person you know that's supposed to represent supposed to be the voice of God right mm-hmm. like and they're lying to us like well what does that mean you know yeah. <laughs> so um, I had a a friend at the time who, you know, I was kind of telling him this story and this was a big deal for me, you know, like I had done all these extra classes to be able to teach um, a lot of like the dogma of the Catholic church. And so it was a really big deal for me. And I had a friend at the time who gave me a copy of the Tao Te Ching and he said, um, you know, don't read this in one night. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, he goes, "I'm, I'm challenging you to read one page every day for 30 days. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, who does this shit? Um, but I did it, like, because why not? Also, he was super hot and I was in high school. So I was like, sure, I'll do <laughs> whatever you chance. say. Um, but anyways, it ended up really changing my life because I don't wow. know if you've ever had a copy of the Tao Te Ching. I'm sure you have at some point seen this. PDF and I, PDF. I, I browsed. <laughs> <laughs> Very, I mean, hey, you Fucked know. Fucked up that challenge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's meant to be read as a meditation. Okay. Um, okay. And it was it was really like my first kind of awakening to the fact that the Catholic Church didn't didn't have the market <clears throat> on sort of like introspective, um, ecstatic, you know, out of body experiences when it came to worship. You know, like they yeah, they weren't the only one. ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like you can get there other ways. Um, so from there, I just like. I just started reading everything I could on every type of religion, every type of philosophy, and just like went all in. Um, went to college at Southeast Missouri State. Was gonna study, uh, well, I did for two years, study linguistics and theology. Okay. Um, had a vision to move to the desert, dropped out of school, <laughs> moved to Arizona with $400. No place to live. Um, I convinced two people to come with me. By the did I tell you this? Oh no, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I convinced two people to move with me. And how that turned out for them? I uh, so well. One of them became my first husband. Um, we are oh. no longer married. Oh, that's right. I forgot about. That. I do remember this detail. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Everyone, she was married. 
I was. I've been married twice, actually. Twice, Devin. She was married twice. Twice. Wow. Yeah, I was trying for three by thirty-three, but I just turned 30, <laughs> just turned thirty-four, so I missed missed my vote. Oh man, well yeah. four by four by forty. Oh. There's a chance you have two more you can just squeeze in. I I, I like this. Thank yeah. you for this new goal. <laughs> no one else does All this, right. but yeah, you're gonna be. I know, right? going to be like the prime. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Four by 44. Four by 44. The new 10-page <clears throat> workbook on how to destroy lives. Okay. <laughs> so you, one of them, you were married to when you moved out? No, we you... got married a couple years after we'd been out here. Okay. And the other one was my girlfriend. So I was in a, um, a poly relationship. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's tricky. <laughs> did they have, like, did they also have four bucks? Like, how did yeah, yeah, yeah. We all together. I think. I think the three of us all together. We had less than two thousand dollars. <laughs> hey, at least we had each other. We did. <laughs> that's what we. That's what yeah. we said. Yeah. yeah we were like, did that? Did that uh, relationship between you all flourish when you moved out here? It did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So they were best friends, not sexually involved. So okay. they had a platonic relationship. Okay. Um, and then she ended up having my girlfriend ended up having another partner as well, who was. Um, also friends with my male partner so okay. it's kind of this crazy triangle square thing um <laughs> hexagon hexagon yeah um it was like surprisingly not kinky though okay like i've always i w- yeah because like when you talk about it, like that's a little kinky right yeah, yeah. no it, w- it was it just... super boring <laughs> okay <laughs> i sort of feel like like that stuff can probably be because when you think about it it's like it's kind of taboo you're like oh wow that's crazy like, yeah you're all fucking and, and being in like emotionally involved <laughs> with each other in their own specific ways but then probably when it gets down to it you're like ah it's just kind of normal maybe or like yeah. that's one thing with I've never done a threesome but like I think about threesomes I'm like I'm, I guess it's probably a lot of work it I is like, yeah because like, this one person alone I'm like oh this is a lot I mean <laughs> I have to like make sure I'm taking care of and you I'm like oh I'm, I'm tired my hips are tight yeah. like threesomes not for you man <laughs> Yeah. It's not for you. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so, it's a bucket list thing. Do, do some do some work first. I want three threesomes by 33. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I guess we have our goals now. <laughs> 69 by 69. Um, okay. So it flourished. It so, flourished. Wow. Yeah. Um, when so was, was, what year was this? Sorry. I want some like chronology. Chronology. Okay. Um, it was 2005. June of 2005. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so quite some time ago. Now everybody knows how old I am, so they can guess. When she says she's 34, <laughs> she's Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Looks good on you. Let's Thanks. Um, yeah, so it flourished. Our second day out here, um, I was just flipping through a newspaper looking for jobs because I think that was a thing you did back then. I don't know if I'm actually really that old or if... Newspapers were still relevant then. Okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> You knew, right? Yeah, yeah my dad would read them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Perfect. <clears throat> There's always some sort of ad or something. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So uh, flipping through the want ads, came across something. Um, it was in French. The ad was in French, which is what caught my eye. So I actually uh, was very fortunate to grow up um, with a lot of exposure to the French language, French culture, French food. My dad's family is French. Um, went to school. Yes, okay. <laughs> it is. I think you should get to the point. I don't want to rush you. Keep talking. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, so anyways, I ended up finding a, an advert for a job, um, somebody who had a background in um, theology, 
and like also uh, theology, anthropology, and who also spoke French. So cool. ended up applying for the job, getting the job. So by the end of our first week in Arizona, um, I was a personal assistant for this very, 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 like the kind of wealthy that we don't even really know exists. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, like, we literally would go between Sedona and Scottsdale in his private helicopter because mm. it was, like, too much effort to, like, be in a car for that long. Wow. And you yeah. just found yourself in that. Just found myself in that. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's a story for another day. Um, okay. Next time you're on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyways, he also <laughs> ended up, um, that led me into the study of shamanism. A very specific branch of shamanism yeah. from there i ended up randomly meeting a yogi of the uh, kriya ananda lineage so studied with a yogi for quite some time kriya, Five, ananda. kriya ananda lineage ananda. so kriya ananda. yoga is like a it's a specific branch of yoga and then uh pramsana yogananda who wrote autobiography of a yogi um was his teacher okay so i don't know for all of your super hippie listeners out there that'll mean something to them we have like 10 listeners there's at least one <laughs> there's at least one spread person spread the word people so yeah. we, can, we can reach more hippies because <laughs> these pseudo motherfuckers are not up to par right okay yeah. there's I'm sure just someone's, someone's heard of it yeah okay. well, I'm <clears throat> sure so, rewind my, my brain's the slight bist fog um, I took a month off alcohol and that ended on Saturday and so I've kind of didn't go hard last night I, I drank a lot of cider and wine and I had some beer too and then I finished with like a shot and gin so I was like I drank a little bit last night and so I'm, like, I'm just slightly foggy right now so I want to make sure that I'm understanding your conversation and I'm listening properly <laughs> so rewind so you were you've got this job yeah helicopter to Sedona um, and you stumbled upon the yogi thing? Yeah, so the, the man that I was working with, the wealthy man, mm -hmm. was actually also a shaman. Okay, that's, okay, yeah. cool. I missed that detail. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so then, so I worked for him for a number of years and studied under him. Okay. Um, wow. Wow. He was a shaman, too. So that's how you got it. Okay. Yeah. Wow, cool. It's crazy. It's a crazy story. Yeah. Um... So then one day while I was at the grocery store working for him, I actually uh, came around the corner and saw this man who looked really familiar and I had no idea why he looked familiar. So anyways, um, apparently he thought the same thing. We made eye contact, older older gentleman, I mean older than me. Um, I want to say he was... 34. <laughs> rude. <I'm joking. laughs> so rude. Uh, no, he was probably like in his early 50s. Okay. Um, and I was 20 at the time, yeah. so, you know, maybe 21, maybe. For those of you who haven't met Evie, she looks like 25, so <laughs> that was a joke. I'm not making fun of a woman's age. But she, she did say it, so. I did who say cares? it. Everyone, everyone looks at their age. That's awesome. It's true. Yeah, I, I actually don't care. I love, being in my 30s is like the greatest thing ever. You're, you're a rad person, so what, if you're 50, 30, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> you just have more time to learn. Um, so... Oh yeah, at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, at the grocery store. So he ended up being a yogi. Um, we wow. like just like made eye contact and like just started walking. It was like out of a movie. It was like out of a movie. Like we just like locked eyes and like started walking towards each other. And he goes, "This is gonna seem a little presumptuous, 
but would you like to come to my yoga class on Wednesday? It's the first thing he said to you? <laughs> it's the first thing he said to me. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, I like looked around for a second and then I was like, will other people be in this class? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> right? And he was like, oh yeah, no, it's at a studio. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, in that case, sure. Yeah, in my bathroom. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> no lights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was still pretty naive, pretty trusting, but like, I guess there was like a, an edge of realism. Well, when that first question is that, and then you have to make that eye contact, it's like, okay, well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he ended up taking me on as a private student as well. So I was training with the shaman and with the yogi and, um, it it was pretty intense. Yeah. 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 Learned a lot. Uh, mostly uh, what not to do. Okay. But that's important. For sure. Yeah. Especially like private, especially with shamanism. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then that eventually I, you know, I sort of parted ways from both of them. And it just naturally happened that some of my friends, um, well, I'm saying friends, I'm trying to stop using that word so like casually. Someone I know. Someone I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel fondly towards them, but like we're not yeah. friends. We're we're acquainted. Yeah. Like uh, I feel like it's level two. Yeah, I used to like make you know, when I was when I was younger I'd make the distinction like people who've seen me naked, like that's like That's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's an acquaintance. Really. Right, and like then it just was... then it kind of got to the <laughs> level where it was just too many people. So I was like, "That's that's <laughs> like that's not even. I can't even do that anymore." You Fair. know. Okay. So, uh, so it had to transition. So yeah. anyways. <laughs> Great. Man, I have that means I have three friends. <laughs> you can borrow some of mine. Like Thirty friends, bro. So many friends. See me naked. It was awesome. Well, I went through like a phase where I felt like I needed to make a point of being naked in public because I was like, Oh, okay. I was really need more friends. <laughs> I was like, yes. Cause I need more friends. I'm so lonely. No, okay. Just, just really you made it. Okay. I did. I used to get, actually I used to get, they never booked me. The cops on mill Avenue were so great. Um, but back in the day I used to get naked in the fountain behind it. There was used to be a Barnes and Noble on the corner. <laughs> and every day if I worked a day shift, I would get naked in the fountain and wait for the mounted police to come pick me up. There was a super nice police officer. <laughs> like, who's this crazy elven woman? Like, which, what part of Bill Avenue is that? So it's like, mm. um, I want to say it's third, it's like third Avenue and mill maybe. Um, there was a Barnes and Noble. It was a Barnes and Noble. And there's like a, if like right behind it, there's like a fountain, but it's really close to that area that has the escalator that goes up like right on the main row in Mill Avenue there. Maybe it was like fifth. I don't know. Uh, I can't, I, I make an effort to never go there. For yeah. Reasons, right. But, yeah. uh, I, I used to go, I used to be on Mill Avenue all the time back when I first moved to Tempe. Right. Um, Cause who didn't? Trying to picture the fountain. It's okay. behind the building. Okay. So, Oh, the one on the east side. Yeah. Oh, the kind of like business center area. Yes. Oh, you're getting naked in that. And you worked at Barnes and Noble. I didn't. I actually oh. worked at Rulabula. Oh, okay. Okay. So you worked. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. I was like, you worked. How did you not get fired from Barnes and Noble? <laughs> How did I not get fired from Rulabula? I, I mean, 
world blows its own thing. Okay, but wow. Yeah. So, anyways, no, I I'm trying to <laughs> to get back to the point. Oh, I know. <laughs> but you have too many good things to not pause and like dissect. <laughs> and this is hilarious. This is amazing. Um, that is so funny. Okay. Also, I'm like. Let me tell you about all the times I was naked in public. Yeah. I run a school for science-based meditation. You should take me very seriously. You should not trust a science-based meditation teacher who has not done weird shit in their past. It's just every every uh, teacher has a journey. You have to respect that. That's, I, that's amazing. This is entertainment value to the T. Um, <laughs> that's so fun. That's so funny. That's so awesome. Yeah. Now, I apologize for anyone who's here. My I don't know where my phone is and like. I just became mindful of the fact uh, for the third time that I'm like anxious and I don't know where my phone is. I don't need my phone right now at all. So like, but I heard it go off. So if anyone heard that, so that's what that sound was. Um, the on a scale of one to ten of the importance of me bringing that up is probably like two, but I felt it necessary. I mean, I liked it because I thought it was my stomach. Like I thought your phone <laughs> was my stomach. I'm a robot. I'm a robot. <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. like oh, that was a weird sound. It could just be a slightly <laughs> abrasive tone. So if anyone's like. Yeah. This exceptional sound quality gets interrupted. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, the main point of this, what were you telling me, is your journey to become a meditation teacher. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But this to- these, in- these uh, inter- interruptions are amazing. Yeah, we sidebarred awesome. because I was trying to explain why I don't use the word friend as, as mm-hmm. casually. That's know. right. Good. Um, Keeping track. So, um, these pleasant acquaintances of mine started kind of noticing um, some of the work that I was doing and they would come to me and be like, hey, can you you know, teach me how to breathe differently? Or like, I'm really stressed out right now. Do you know anything about that? Or, mm-hmm. you know, just, just randomly people started coming to me with questions. And it got to the point where I would have five or six people a week <laughs> tromping through my living room, like sitting down to meditate with me. Wow. Um, and this went on for years, you know, at at one point when I was just teaching just by myself, um, I had 42 students in my roster just by by myself. (laughs) That's really cool. So yeah. So, but it was a lot because I wasn't really charging for it. I mean, Uh, I wasn't at all charging for it at the time, you know, cause I was, I was young and I was like, I don't even like, why are people even coming to me? You know, like what's. You know, so it, so I was doing it around. I worked three jobs. I put my first husband through school. Um, Damn. So you know, it just was. It was a lot, and mm-hmm. um, this kind of carried on. At some point, I sort of stepped away from that and tried to focus on my career. I managed um, restaurants. Okay. So I actually started out as a server, then bartended for a while. Yeah. Um, which is, I love bartending. I miss it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fucking phone again. I thought it was my stomach. Can we, we can just tell people it's my stomach. Her stomach is... Well, she ate my phone. <laughs> not really, I didn't want to say it. It happened before we started recording, but I was like, don't eat my phone. Like, I'm, I'm going to eat it. I'm yeah. Gonna, I mean, it's like, like because he sweats on it all the time and he drinks all those delicious herbal tonics, it just... it was like it, Yeah, she, she wanted to sweat in finger did. oil. Yeah, it was really. super delicious. Yeah, increasing <laughs> that gut bacteria. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> My phone. Anyone trying to get a hold of me, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but uh, maybe I'll figure out how to answer it with my stomach muscles. Oh my god, <laughs> that could be a technique. Did you start teaching that? Yeah, you charge for it this time. I will. Yeah, paid. I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so you would have up to like what 40 people, yeah, 
In your living room? Was this a house? It was, like... No, well, not at the same time. So I would okay. have, yeah, like I would have them in rotation. So, okay. you know, like some you people. You just enjoyed doing it? Yeah, I just, I felt, I enjoyed it, but I also just felt like, I feel like knowledge should be shared. I think if, if you have Agreed. knowledge, um, you, well, I mean, what fucking good does it do you to have knowledge if you're not giving that to other people? Yeah. And, yeah, if you want to make money from it, cool. It's also like I'm in the same boat where I'm like, I'll give you information for free because bury me my money. I don't give a fuck. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, if I do, I get paid. And like, don't get me wrong. Money is important. But it's one of those things where, like, yeah, if I know something cool, like, why would I hide this? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But not not, not, not everything. That's not a blanket thing because some things, like, you might want to, like, a, you might want to hesitate to release for a minute until, you know, like, say, like, that knowledge could be, like, an opportunity to, like, make money or something or... But I mean, and, and this is a different. This is a different topic. You're talking about like meditation practice, which why why not let that out? You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, and don't get. I mean, I've, I'm. A, I have. A, I'm actually running a workshop on manifesting um, okay. in a couple of weeks, okay, and cool. going to talk specifically about this. That there's there's nothing wrong with making money off of the knowledge that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I what I've found is that when I create space for both, when I create space for people who don't have the money, but who have something else to offer me. Um, but I also create the space for people who are more than happy to pay for the knowledge that I have. And yeah. that's, I think what really shifted my world into being as successful as I am is that I held space for both of those things. So it's not one or the other. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I feel, I feel like at, at times there are those who just focus on money, you right. know, and, or just focus on free like donation stuff. Right. Um, but to have like foot in both is, I think is more pragmatic and it's more realistic. It's like, local. Well, some people just can't pay. Like, why would I restrict that to them? You yeah. know, some people want to. Yeah. That's awesome. Great. Cool. cool. Well, I mean, and, and I'm sure, <clears throat> I'm sure you've run into this, you know, I know you make, um, all of these like amazing liqueurs and, and I'm yeah, sure I, you like give those to people sometimes. Well, yeah, I give, I mean, Legally, I can't sell them. <laughs> right. So right. I do not legally sell them. So right. it's a donation. But it, but it, yeah. But if Trent, somebody give was me something like, cool, I'll give you something cool. Exactly. Like if somebody was like, I'll give you a back massage for this bottle of. Fuck yeah. You'd be like, yes, you know. Mm-hmm. And if somebody was like, I'll give you forty bucks for this bottle. I'm not paying you. It's a donation. Like yeah. you'd still be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, buy me Thai food. Right. Yeah. Like. The door is opening. That's my roommate. He warned us he's leaving. Um, that's a good sound. It's pet. the oh, best sound. Oh, I can't wait for you to hear it. <laughs> it sounded Bye just like a ghost. Day. Yeah, I, I do live in an apartment, so it's not the most professional studio. It looks good, right? Is no, it, it looks is great. Is the vibe okay in here? Screw professional. This is awesome. Yeah. 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 So some, some lights, some lean-to shelves, and some plants. So many plants. Like, I feel like I'm in an urban rainforest right now and i really? like really love it yeah I, at this point like i mean I, I can see there's a lot of plants but once you see things so much it kind of become your normal right and so i my new normal like i would ideally like this whole every wall covered in vine <laughs> which i mean before you leave today you gotta check out my room i have majority of my plants in there there's like another 40 in my room that's amazing and some of the pothos vines are climbing up the wall and stuff Oh, wow. Which is, which is cool. The problem with that, though, is when you have a lot of plants, uh, bugs like to eat plants. 
Yeah. And so uh, we, we have it at bay. In this room, there's not much. In my room, there's a, a slight mealybug issue. Okay. Not even an issue, really. I've kind of kept them at bay with like um, diluted dish soap and, and neem oil. Um, it helps dry out the carapace and suck their bodies dry and they're dead. Oh. Sorry, guys. But what they do is they, they suck and they pierce into the, the leaves and drink the sugar <gasps> from the leaves. So they can kind of spread infection stuff. They won't like completely knock down your plant if you catch them, unless they infest it, then they do. But they, they put this little like, like the eggs when they lay them, there's like this like, cotton, looks like, like this little frilly cotton thing. Weird. Yeah, same way like uh, a lot of bugs do this, like um, cochineal um, for on the desert, like, uh, like, like uh, I think it's um, prickly pears and stuff. You'll see, I think Swear was named it, this. A bug that they use for um, carmine, the dye. The yeah. Dye. Yeah, cochineal bugs. You can, in like August and monsoon, you'll see like fuzz on, on the cactus. Right. And you just go pick the bugs and squish them. Your <gasps> hands are so red. So that's what, I want to go and harvest them and make dye for liqueur. <laughs> that's so cool. Bug dye. That is the coolest thing I've heard. And cool? I don't even know how long. Yeah. Yeah, but totally cool. I can there's a place over on like Melrose where I've been I've been told that they're easy to find. I mean, you couldn't find them in any desert. Yeah, in August, roll with me. We'll we'll pick. Yeah. We'll we'll do like a live field recording of us picking bugs. Okay. <laughs> yes, I love bugs. I don't know. I'm gonna ugh, killing them won't be hard for me. I don't kill anything. I don't even kill cockroaches. Yeah, it's I, I don't I have a few black widows in the front, but I, I saw kill. that. Yeah, I'm like, well, this. They're so beautiful. My pet at this point. Is, I know. She's fat too. She's been sucking this cockroach <laughs> dry. Like seriously, every day she's like, I'm there. Uh, I just like don't like to kill if I don't yeah, have to. Right. You know, even like a little nap. Like you know what? Yeah. What like, are you doing? But the mealybugs and kind of well, they're eating your plants, right? So. Yeah. And they like they they the males are little gnats and they kind of fly around and bother the shit out of you. So oh, they're at bay. Yeah. There's they're on, they're on a few plants that they kind of gravitate towards. But once I get them off one plant. I'll like rinse the plant underwater sometimes and spray it with neem oil because you, you, you want to have good hygiene with plants just like you are good with good hygiene so like plants get dusty and dirty I, and stuff. Thank you, you for assuming I have good hygiene. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> you look very clean. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so you, you want to clean your plants and kind of manicure them in a way and like I, I any kind of, you can see that there's brown tips on that plant that's because of the lack of humidity that causes it to... Uh, or track water back into the base. Um, and so in my room, I have a room humidifier, so bugs also like humidity too. So it's a kind of breeding ground, so I have to kind of be diligent about being clean in there and, um, and just making sure I'm checking my plants almost every day, which is like a little bit of a task, but it's worth it because I like love keeping my babies clean. I just have one plant in there that's kind of having an issue um, with, uh, with dropping his leaves. I'm like trying to figure it out. Like, Maybe I watered it too much. I didn't really water it that much. It's a umbrella. I've never had good luck with umbrella plants. It's pretty bright in there with a grow light. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm new to plants. I'll I was actually now that we're talking about plants, I was like trying to manifest someone to come help me, and I think it's going to be you. So yeah, hundred percent. I have um, two acme bromeliads, acme fuchsias, fuchsias, acme fuchsia. I don't okay. know. I was saying wrong. Bromeliads, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're so beautiful. They're my girls. They're the first two plants I've ever kept alive. They kind of like. Do they kind of look like a succulent? Like, well, I know bromeliads are pineapples. That's a pineapple. Yeah, thing. it kind of does. It's really beautiful. You'll have to see. But yeah. um, so they have pups. Oh, cool. Which 
like I was convinced I was going to kill them or I was doing something wrong and it wasn't going to happen. And yeah. so I just found them yesterday and I'm not even ashamed to admit that like I literally sat on the floor and cried for like 10 minutes. Really? I was so like, <laughs> I was so happy that That's my plans awesome. are like doing well enough to like have babies. Yeah. Like my babies had babies. Out. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you um, thought about taking the babies and no and yes but i need help i need someone plants. to come I'm, I'm i'm very new to plants yeah i'm like i'm not the world's expert don't be wrong. i know well, a good amount but there's some things i'm like oh you just know, like explained more that. about plants like what yeah. you just explained to me like that was like the most knowledge about plants i've ever had like feed oh, into shoot. that's like that that was like feeding into my face and my brain was like <laughs> take it all take it all and she's like, making a like i could say wave this walk over her okay that's funny yeah yeah i mean i know a good amount but honestly it's like a lot of it's just like a simple Google search. <laughs> Money yeah. tree. Plant care. Okay, what do I do? Awesome. Oh, don't water too much. Amazing. Let the soil dry up. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Listen, friends. That wasn't is... a rude statement. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm getting feisty because... Um, Get feisty. I feel like, so I've done that. I, I like try to look things up online and sometimes it's not right. Like I've gotten bad information. Okay. And like one of my plants, so I have, now I have... five other plants now mm -hmm. um awesome yeah and they're all doing really well but i was like following the instructions and two of my plants like started to die like yeah. following the instructions but like my intuition was like no like they don't like don't do this like you know repot them and like don't water them so much like they don't need this much water but like everything yeah. i read was like you have to be hyper vigilant about watering them so I did, I was like, well, I mean, they're not doing well like this, so mm. fuck it. Like, I'm just going to use my intuition. And yeah. now they're like so much happier. They're like, thanks mom, we yeah, were drowning. So, sometimes you kind of have to like, cause well, if you think about it, you know, these plants are sitting in water and then like, in, especially in an indoor environment, it's not going to dry up as easily. Obviously it's drier in Arizona, but that environment's a little more controlled. Mm. So they're, they're just sitting in wet, with wet feet and <laughs> What happens with yeah. that? Like imagine you're keeping wet in the oh, jungle all the time. You're gonna rot. The worst. So their their roots get rotted and like they can't grow. And so plants do need a little bit of. They have to work for it sometimes. Yeah. You kind of have to let them like dry out a little bit, depending on the plant. But all plants are different because some plants they need to be wet. You know, like mm -hmm. my coffee plant needs likes wet feet. Like they it likes wet feet. Ew. Yeah. I know. Ew. This is this is king. <laughs> I don't know if I can trust that, uh, right? Like he's not doing that the best. But there's certain plants that are so easy to keep alive, and so I mostly have a lot of those, as you can see, pothos and zz plant. Um, I mean, pothos are everywhere in here because they vine. They're called devil's ivy. Uh, they uh. really take over rainforests in um, South America. Well, we can talk about plants in depth another time okay. i feel like we've interrupted your uh, story flow and there's not really i think all this stuff is fun to talk about i know um yeah <clears throat> so do you remember where you were at uh in your story of what i think the last thing i remember was you talking about charging people oh yeah charging yeah so mm -hmm. i was i was working in restaurants um and you know just kind of teaching here and there decided i was going to folk well the reality is um, I actually became a food and beverage director for a hotel. Oh, that's right. Uh, decided to leave that position, uh, went through a breakup, and uh, 
decided to like give up my house and sold all of my belongings wow. and just went on like a tour around the country for a few months um, in my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So <clears throat> Did you have people to stay with along the way. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I had friends. I grew up military, so that kind of helps with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm really not afraid to reach out to people. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so anyways, when I, while I was doing that, I ended up getting very, very sick and I was hospitalized. Oh, um, shit. and so when I finally made my way back, mm-hmm. I had to find a job where I couldn't lift my arms. Um, I had this rare disease that affects your lungs. And one of the things that I did was it made it so I couldn't lift my arms without being in excruciating pain. What, can you speak more about what this disease was? Yeah, or so um, the name is escaping me right now. It's pretty weird. It's a pretty weird disease, but it was... Yeah, um, sounds strange. It was a side effect. I got um, I got a pneumonia. Like, I got a pretty bad pneumonia. And then uh, after that, like, I got this other kind of infection. Um, they don't know what causes it. The name will come to me at some point. I'll think of it. But they don't know what causes it. But essentially what happens is the tissue between your ribs continuously swells and then contracts really fast. So it feels like you're getting your ribs broken over and over and over again. And like I said, there's no treatment. The only treatment is just like putting you on painkillers, which is not ideal. Mm -hmm. And uh, it always goes away on its own within a year. They don't know how long it'll last, right? Like they're, they're like, oh, this will go away eventually, like between now and a year. Um, and it's a gradual thing. So it's like you go from, like, I mean, I was like out of my mind in pain. Like I was like on morphine because it was like the most painful, actually Holy it was the shit. second most painful thing I've ever experienced. But um, so I was just, you know, luckily I was really close to where my parents live at the time. So my parents were taking care of me. My mm-hmm. parents are both in the medical field. So <clears> I was able awesome. to like just be at their house and they were taking care of me and anyways made my way back to Arizona needed a job where I didn't have to lift my arms and I didn't need to be on my feet so as you know bartending was out serving was out Mm. really anything in food and beverage was out at that point um because it's just you have to use your body Mm -hmm. so I uh manifested a job as a a a check-in person um for a co-working space, a new co-working space in downtown Phoenix. No experience whatsoever. No idea why they hired me to this day. Mm-hmm. Well, I know why, because I manifested it. But um, <laughs> So I started <laughs> out. Yeah. That's how I fucking did it. Yeah, that's how I did it. That's like every job I've had. Um, wow. But okay. So I started out doing that. While I was working at this co-working space, I started to just see all of these business people from all over the world. We had a, a pretty good international um blend of people who would come through this space and like you know i'm just watching these people these people are miserable like all of them are just stressed the fuck out like Mm -hmm. none of them are breathing the proper way and i'm like watching people breathe like creepily you know i'm just like yeah nobody's breathing with their diaphragm like the energy is just super tense so anyways over the course of a couple of years um I progressed my career in the co-working space, went from just being an hourly person checking people in to being the general manager by the time I left. Um, so, you know, kind of really got a good foot foothold in that company. And one day I just went to the owners and I was like, can I like teach some meditation classes out of here? I have this idea and I need some guinea pigs. And I, you know, I'll do it for free. Like you don't have to pay me anything extra. Like I'm just, I want to like, 
do this thing and um they were like all right so mm-hmm. can we like list this as another amenity for our co-working members and I'm like sure man I don't care so um I had been working on this idea of you know mindfulness but for the business person so creating a system that you could do like at a at a desk at a boardroom desk or at your desk at work or like languaging around like how do you convey this to people who do not want any of the hippie bullshit right like they don't want you to tell them how to feel yeah but like there's so much science behind mindfulness and breathing and meditation that like it seems stupid that these otherwise very intelligent people are missing out on this okay. right this is so cool <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I so i um you know, I, I kind of asked myself, what was the biggest like challenge that I faced adopting a meditation practice? And it was the habit. It was getting in the habit of, of meditating, right? Like it's, I think for all of us now, like, and I don't know if it's just our, our culture. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I think building habits has become a very hard thing for a lot of us. Um, yeah, people don't think about it. Yeah. Or getting rid of habits. Or getting rid of habits, too. That could be a little more... People will think about that more like quitting cigarettes or not biting your fingers or whatever. But starting a habit. Mm -hmm. How often does anyone think about, like, I'm going to actively engage in this In this practice, which is crazy, you know, because we spend 49% of our day, of our our awareness daily. So if you're awake, 49% of that, you're in a space that's called uh, somatic freeform thinking, which means that your prefrontal cortex is engaged and you're essentially on autopilot. Yeah. Um, which means that you're being driven by your habits. So oh. almost 50% oh. of your life, yeah, oh, wow. is driven by habit. Damn. So how crazy is it that like we're not like trying to be engaged with these habits that run half of our lives? Yeah. Why don't we intentively change how our lives are run? Exactly. Wow. Okay, yeah. cool. So you know, I took that, I started like really getting into like the neuroscience, like what we understand cognitively about habit building and why it matters. And then I looked at mindfulness and I looked at, you know, um, Howard Kabat-Zinn. I mean, there's just so much great research on mindfulness. And it was just, it, you know, Steve Jobs has this quote and, it, and it's like, um, you know, when you ask creative people how they thought of something, a lot of times they, they, they're confused because they didn't, to them, they just noticed a pattern mm-hmm. that was always there. They didn't even like see it as anything else. Yeah. And so that's how it was for me. Like I was, you know, studying mindfulness, studying habit building. And to me, it was just so obvious. I was like, you know, these two things have to understand each other in order to be successful. And that was what I had done. I had actually created a habit around meditation for myself um, and had started teaching my students how to build this habit. And I hadn't, I didn't have the language for that. So while I was working at the co-working space, I had sort of been playing with that. You know, how do I language it? What's the form for it? Um, how much science is too much science where people are just looking at you like, huh? What? Yeah. And then how Occam, much is, the Occam right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then how much is like enough where people are like, ooh, this lady knows what she's talking about, <laughs> you know? How can I, I can <laughs> right, yeah. And this, this idea started when? So this was, um, oh God, I'm so bad at time because it's not real. Um, I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to get my time right properly. Yeah. So this was, I want to say this was about, um, well, I've been nonprofit. So this was about five years ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. This was about five years ago. Um, so I guinea pigged my system for about a year and a half. Um, the <clears throat> unsuspecting victims at the co-working space. No, I told them what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> I told all the people at the co-working space they were my guinea pigs. Um, they loved it, by the way. Like, absolutely loved it. Um, to this day, I still have you know, people who would attend the classes there who keep in contact with me because they were like, that was, it was this like unexpected, like pivotal shift in my life of what I'm doing. Um, so, you know, I saw that it worked and I just kind of, I don't know. I just, I just like had this moment where I was like, you know, I could keep running this co-working space, which is cool, I guess, you know, but like, I'm, this isn't my purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, or I could just like, a pair and start a school yeah <laughs> so. well that's cool because like you were afforded a an opportunity um in a in the proper environment and climate to be able to engage a creative outlet for yourself mm-hmm. that had a lot of value to you right and that's amazing mm-hmm. and like i i mean I, I find myself in the same thing right now like i'm the connections i have through the job i have allow me to do all the engaging creative things I want to do. Yeah. You know, and that's a, any, anyone who's listening should take an opportunity to kind of think about their own life and how, where is your circumstance and your, your environment right now? And what do you want to do? Okay. How can you, how can you find a path to what you want to do through starting at your environment? That's amazing that you had. That's so cool. And, it, yeah. and it, again, it's just one of those things where it's like you saw a pattern. Right. You know, you, yeah. and you saw a pattern, obviously, with people have, with the breathing at the co-working space, but also you saw a pattern of like I can use this co-working space to my advantage, and my position here, like, allows me to be able to guinea pig this idea right. out and develop it. It's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. So you said, said it was five years ago. Yeah. So that was five years ago. Okay. Um, opened the school. Um, what year is that? Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Jan- January twenty eighteen. Okay. Uh huh. So, um, it was just me. I started just me. Um, do you have, where's the location? So we, it's actually the teachers can teach anywhere that they want. So okay, you I, don't, you don't have an actual, I, we don't have one set location. Okay. Um, so I guess the model for it is because it's meant to be done in like a boardroom or at your desk, we normally just teach it in like those kinds of spaces. So like I've gone into companies for example and taught like at the company, like taught this method at the company. So that's something that I do. Or, okay. um, you I know, I remember I'm, this now it's coming back. To yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> or so, you know, so I'm actually going to an international conference, um, in New Orleans in October where I'll be teaching three times a day. I'll be teaching the method. Dear, that's so cool. Yeah. So Good you for know, you. thanks. Awesome. Yeah, no. And so anyways, I have, <laughs> now I have, um, I have five certified teachers in my method. Okay. Um, and so they are able to teach wherever they want. So and they it's kind called of, hum, it's called method. hum. Yeah. Okay. So it's habit, understanding, mindfulness. So cool. <laughs> yeah. And then some school of meditation. Okay. Yeah. So hum song is actually, that's, that's a mantra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look um, at how it ties in. <laughs> it does. Yeah. That was this beautiful epiphany I had while I was pretending to, um, trek to Mordor. That's what I do when I hike. I like pretend I'm like going yeah. to Mordor. Oh, can we do that together? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That is so great. Oh my God. 
How awesome. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was right, you know, I was like about to like climb into like Kurith Uncle. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> she love is up there. Yes. Oh, bitch. Are you any particular character in that? Are you just you? No, I'm normally just me. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I have a lot of respect for Sam, um, but he was like, I just don't feel like I'd make a convincing Sam. Like I'm not kind enough. <laughs> I'm just not, you know. Yeah, and, you can and be Frodo though. I don't know. Frodo was kind of a bitch. I guess it. Well, was he really in the books? Yeah, that Sam, bitch? I'm so tired. Like I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I guess my rings are powerful today. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Frodo, Frodo's Frodo's great. Um, no, you're definitely no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, hobbits are a little. They're just a little um, vanilla. I don't know, simple. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Elves you have a little bit of like a, but you're not quite like a Galadriel, or you're like you're a wood elf from northern. Um, what's the forest called? People are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> like Middle Earth, bitch. It's Middle Earth. <laughs> You don't know, look it up. For real, though. Look uh, it up. Uh, Markwood. There we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You I'll belong s- up there. I, think. I feel like if I was to... Put me somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't have a... Yeah, it's just, you know, if you look at the at the whole, like, story of that group of elves, like, they're sort of like the lesser elves because they're the ones who settle to, like, broke the promise. I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter, but... Uh, yeah, I yeah. Don't know, like back to Silmarillion yeah. stuff. Yeah, but but you know you're right. But like as far as like probably my appearance. A little affect though. Maybe. And my affect. Yeah, okay. it's not a bad thing. It's a compliment. No, no, no. I would always pick to be an elf. Like who or would I pick? Yeah. Or or a wizard. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of the um, what are they called? Not Valar. The oh, the Maiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you one of the blue wizards that nobody knows about? Yes. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on to the east. Okay. Well, I mean, there's bound to be a female one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if they specified it. They don't. Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah, didn't. You're a blue wizard. Yeah. You're one of them. Okay. How's well, the east? Is it just stars everywhere? There's just stars. Like stars and, the, and like the air smells slightly of cinnamon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Did you ever see my new cinnamon I tattoo? I did see it. Yeah. I... Um, I love all of your tattoos. Thanks. Yeah, I feel weird saying that. I feel like it's like sort of perverse to like be really into someone else's tattoos. Why? It's just art. Yeah, I don't know. I like that picture. No, you can't. That's someone else's picture. But it's not on their body. (laughs) Oh, sweetie. (laughs) But it's not on their body. Like that's on your body. I'm like, oh, that's so gorgeous. Like it's literally a part of your body. The thing about like like Instagram models or models, you know what I mean? Like people like their bodies. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm oh, just I thought you were saying something like No, I'm just saying it's, it's perverse. like perverse. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with perversity. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you like my tattoos because I, I like do. them too. I think they're awesome. I love cinnamon. I'm so I've been so into cinnamon for the last year. I've just been I just love it. It's yeah. one of my favorite things. Like yeah, I like cloves and like yeah, I like all sorts of spices, but cinnamon, like because you know you can get tired of a flavor. You're like, I'm fucking sick of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, if I had like a shit ton of cinnamon every day, <laughs> I had every day I'd get sick of it. Uh-huh. But I, I'm not sick of it. Yeah. I love playing with it in cocktails. I love like, because you don't need a whole lot sometimes to get the point across. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, especially, I think my last episode was talking about Cassia versus Ceylon. Right. Like, oh, no. I was like fascinated by that. Most of like, the cinnamon we get is, is not real. 
I mean, it's real, but it's not like a true cinnamon. It's it's just more. It's actually more dangerous to eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I I was fascinated by. It. I love cinnamon too. Um, I love cinnamon. I have to say though, I think. I think I love nutmeg a little bit more. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm like, nutmeg um, is probably my favorite spice. I don't know. Okay. Nutmeg or cumin. I, I can never decide. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. I like both of them, though. Yeah, they're kind of like, they're pretty and bright, but they're also kind of like funky and edgy. Yeah. Not quite skunky. Cumin is so weird. Cumin is like... So, I need to learn more about cumin. Like, if you've ever, sure. like, smelled someone's sweat... That like you really, but you really like it. Oh, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. That's a thing. I'm yeah. not. The... No, no. Humans like others. Sense, yeah. Yeah, but like yeah. I feel like that's what cumin is for me. It's like wow. it's like if I was to like meet someone and like smell their sweat, like especially like the sweat behind someone's ear, like mm. always smells like the most like them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All of your listeners are like, who is this person? We have, we have, most of them have had sex before. You definitely smelled the ear. Fucking get over it. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird to talk about that, but it's not weird to talk about like sex. Like if I if we were talking about sex, right? Now, oh yeah, penis in the vagina, that's so awesome. Oh yeah, but behind the ear, no, that's disgusting. That, that's taboo. Really? Or like, you know what I mean? Like people yeah. don't make eye contact during sex. I'm like, I'm inside of you. I don't under, like, and I can't. You can't look at me. Like what? What's? How is that weird? Fucking strange. Humans, humans are weird. You need to be a little more understanding open about if you like a scent yeah no i yeah i love scents i like how i categorize how everybody that i love like i know exactly how they smell and i can (laughs) describe it like it's like my greatest joy in the world to like write a description of like how somebody smells cool yeah i have i have a friend fucking didn't mention his name (laughs) who who likes that too how people smell but i'm not quite sure it's as detailed as as you have it Hmm. or as, as in depth I still, like, I would love to meet this person. I very rarely find other people who are, like, immediately, like, yes. Like, most of the time, people are, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, you're... Uh, All right. But, like, every once in a while, I meet somebody else, and they're, like, oh, my God, yeah, right. Oh, no, you're one of us. Yeah, you're you're one of us. Come to the gathering. (laughs) (laughs) Meet us. I I definitely like sense. Obviously, I don't... There's certain sense for people, I'm, like, oof. But certain people, I know, like, oh... He's in the room. Yeah. Oh, she's in the room. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, you know. Right. I think it's cool. Humans, it's one of your senses. It's a very valid sense. Yeah. Helps you form your world. Like, why not be um, into it? I, I have something I just thought about earlier. It just reminded me. Um, I smell bad today, but I, I put deodorant on. <laughs> and I'm like, man, there's got to be some sort of analogy I can create for, like, uh, mindfulness or wisdom with just covering up a bad smell with like with deodorant you know what I mean like there's, there's definitely a parallel I'm, I'm gonna find it okay it'll be a good quote yeah you know, like, do you, you use like real deodorant or do you use like hippie deodorant I use real deodorant okay I use the hippie stuff and it, and it I started getting pimples under my arm really it burned it started <gasps> to burn yeah oh fuck that multiple ones and other ones didn't work and I was like you know what I'm pretty healthy otherwise like I'll put a little aluminum yeah yeah I'm just, I normally I'm don't wear it fuck. yeah I just smell really easily oh see I don't like sweat much it's yeah. like actually creepy okay like it's like weird like I do so things and like when yeah. you're a blue wizard sorry <laughs> yeah I'm a blue wizard scratch um, blue wizard. Scratch. Blue wizard. um 
But when I do, I just wear regular deodorant. Because I just, I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm so good about everything else. And I also don't wear it every single day. So I'm just yeah. kind of like, but if I know if I'm going to get nervous, because, you know, your your nervous sweat smells like more acrid. Okay. So, like, yeah. then, I w- then I'll put deodorant on. Because probably wants to get rid of all the toxins so it can be more prepared right, to fight. exactly. Yeah, it's like, mm. Mm. That a, That's so interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm at the part of my life where I start to, like even in winter when it's like 50 degrees out I'm like, the part of your life like you're getting close to menopause yeah I'm okay. <laughs> men 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 menopause you're menopausal. Um, my my dad runs very hot so okay. he likes it cold and there's certain times where I would be a kid I'm like you're so fucking it's so cold in here like it's why is it uncomfortable um but now I'm at that point in my life where I'm like I need it like that's why Arizona's tough I'm, I'm used to it now I can things like I, I like a good sauna like but when it was like we had such a nice went like a oh my god yeah. phenomenal like that that's gotta go down in history for me like that winter and spring was so good yeah it was blessed year you know because it started in october like, I, I got my eyes on the weather you know mm. remember that shit october we had i think four inches of rain so i think we get 13 inches a year here something yeah yeah i mean i think we got like four inches and in like five days or something just nuts and it cooled it down from that moment on beginning mm. of october which is a rarity because the year before it was like 95 on thanksgiving right yeah, yeah. like it was like i was sweating mm-hmm. on thanksgiving and were you nervous yeah oh. i was i was <laughs> nervous actually um but also like nobody was prepared so like i was wearing a sweater oh and then it was 95 degrees and it worked it's weather. <laughs> yeah and um. that was hot and then last year was like phenomenal yeah so i but i even when it was like cold this last winter i was like there's that there's that it's my stomach stomach, stomach sweating i i was so um lost my train of thought i was running hot i just needed i needed the cold i was so comfortable in the cold like it would be like I was working at Pobrecito and mm-hmm. it's open air in there in the shipping container building and like it would be like 38 degrees mm. at night sometimes and I was like this is awesome. That's crazy. Other covers I'm turning the heater on I'm like why are you being a little bitch like <laughs> but I just started to run hot so I sweat easily and I, mm-hmm. I just I'll smell after a few hours so like I, I wear deodorant. Yeah. Um, moral of the story. Moral of the story yeah. yeah. Sometimes at work I'm like oh shit I forgot deodorant day so I'm just like take the lemon peels and so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's you notice your own smells more than other people notice because there's probably other overriding smells that I'm used to that mm. people smell before. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're earthy today, but not in a bad way. I'm like, I don't smell earthy. I smell right. I'm so it's my normal. You know, <laughs> there's a, what's that word for that? There's definitely like a sensory like a word that describes like a normal like oh. threshold for like scent or taste right. you know because your mouth tastes like something but it, you don't mm. t- it taste like your mouth yeah i don't know that's a great i'm fascinated by that though like i really want to meet someone who loves smelling people as much as i do because i like want to know what i smell like like i want someone to like describe how yeah. i smell you know you have a good sense of smell i have an amazing sense of smell you have a good palate too i do yeah well yeah. women have better palates i also yeah you probably are practice it with the I restaurant do. Stuff yeah too. but yeah. like that's really cool that thing that's so important to like learn your um superpowers yeah, yeah. <laughs> superpowers 
<laughs> it is. It's, it is. I was going to be like all like humble and be like, my palate's okay. No, like my palate's actually pretty awesome. Cool. I want you to taste some of my liqueur. We'll see. Okay. See what you think. Okay. Take a bottle home. <laughs> yeah, just pick one. Okay, just yeah. any. Well, I have a few, so. Ooh. I have white grapefruit liqueur. It's like white grapefruit, Arizona white grapefruit and lemon and a little bit of ginger. <clears throat> and I have one that's like 15 ingredients in it and like seven or eight of them are from Arizona. Ooh. That's an Amaro. Oh. Bergamot mint and oh. pistachio and sycamore leaves. Like okay. kind of edgy, bright, mm. cool. A little bit of black walnut. Like, like there weren't any black walnuts at the time to pick for, because like black walnuts are, um, there's an Arizona cultivar. It's its own variety that grows in Arizona. Um, a lot of it's in cottonwood, but like around wet areas. It's a type of walnut tree that like super like walnuts are super like black walnuts are super aromatic, like huh. distinctively aromatic. Um, are they poisonous? Mm-mm. No. No, I mean probably at some point they're not edible, but like they're walnuts. Okay. Yeah, you can eat the okay. inside, but the outside's like this super super tannic too and Arizona ones are particularly tannic mm-hmm. so it'll just so there's a cool thing I learned from a, a, a spirits producer a liqueur producer I met recently like months ago did um, he told me about how when you make a black walnut infusion you let that sit in the sun for 30 days obviously the sun's not out for 30 days but 30 days outside okay. so it exposes to the sun what that happens is the sun's UV rays will break down that tannin structure uh, yeah, and, and cause those like polyphenols to kind of break up a little bit mm. um, and soften out. So, so it's like making sun tea. Making sun tea, yeah, except it, 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 it gets, or particularly gets rid of all the bittering, well, not the bitter, the astringent tannic okay. properties. Yeah, so it's, it's like making sun tea. Yeah, right. it's using the infrared, but like those UV, UV rays will break down the tannins. Mm. So you can make an infusion inside and make it outside and taste them side by side and they'll be a distinct difference oh that's fun yeah which i'll probably do um <clears throat> so black walnuts uh their their new growth tips like the little buds are also aromatic okay not as intense as like the actual fruit but they're aromatic so i took some of those and put that in that amaro so i have that one the grapefruit liqueur my like flagship one i made a guava liqueur which is it's okay okay uh, it's probably really decent to some other people but like my own self I'm like well I could have done I could have done it better <laughs> it's not bad I just got a case of guava from work that they're like we're not going to use this I'm like we should make like you out of it I was like okay so I did the squabas and the, and the nutmeg you probably like it oh, nutmeg and yeah. cinnamon and star anise and Ooh, yeah. some cardamom I was trying to marry like because guava is kind of skunky mm-hmm. it has that particular skunk flavor which is I think is f- like phenomenal oh yeah yeah um, yeah what's the Guava's in the Myrtle family, I think is what it is. I can't remember. I said it last week in a podcast. You did. I think that's right. Walnut allspice. Yeah. I think that's what you said. Was that what you you had to look it up, right? Myrtle or Laurel. I had to look it up. I don't really care. I'll I'll get good at those eventually. I'm just like a DIY botanist. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. It would be cool to go to school for it, but I don't really want to spend the money on it. And there's information online that's readily available for free. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big believer in self-educating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm so for education. I just, I'm anti-debt, anti, like. No, that's what I'm saying. Self-educating. Yeah. So you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think there's a place for education, but like mm-hmm. if you can, if you have like 
the ability and the wherewithal and the resources to learn it yourself. Like, yeah, why the are you just to look? Right. Like, why are you going to pay somebody? Bookstore right down the street that has plenty of books right. and that stuff. Yeah. And also and the interwebs, which I've been course. told have the answer to everything. Yeah, they do. Um, they, yeah, like there's so much, so much you can find on the internet for just free. Obviously, like if someone's going to be a doctor or a lawyer or like a chemist, like yeah, it's a little more difficult to get self-taught, you know. So what you're saying is you'd like your doctors to go to school? Uh, maybe. Yeah. You know, unless they're like, like a savant, maybe no. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Out. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think there's certain types of training that they, certain they people should have. necessitate like a bigger field of yeah that like right historical traditional kind of thing mm. but I don't know it depends like there's that 18 year I think he's like no I think he's like 16 I'm already like maybe Nevada um, <laughs> yeah he built a nuclear reactor in his garage he just was on that level he was you know like a 16 year old I think he works for like NASA or something now wow yeah they're like, yeah, you can't build that in your garage, but like, we got a job for you. Right. Yeah. You like, got some talent. <laughs> like a safety issue, but also, do you need a job? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, what else do you know? Are you an alien? It's probably an alien. What do you think about aliens? Oh, I'm, yeah. The aliens. I think, first of all, at the, at the, like the most basic level, if you legitimately believe that we are the only intelligent source of life in this entire multiverse... There is something wrong with your brain. Yeah. Like just, just the pure like numbers. Like it just doesn't make We're sense. Probably a nun. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably something a nun would think. It is probably something a nun would think. Thank God I don't know any nuns. Could have been you. Could have been me. <laughs> oh um, my God! In another <laughs> dimension, you are a nun. Right. Just like. How creepy oh, is that? Making cheese and. Making cheese. Slapping little kids. Actually. That doesn't sound so bad. Oh shit! Making cheese and slapping little kids. Later they like I'm, I'm gonna get it all up again. Yeah, I'm right. Go, get <laughs> sick. Go on the road trip. Wait, go on the road trip again. Get sick. What was the time like? Yeah, road trip then sick. You're yeah, gonna yeah. flip it this time. So. God no. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, power to anyone who can, um, who can have sex and then give it up. Yeah. Like, because I think you know, had I just gone straight into it without knowing, I think I'd have been fine. Yeah, honestly, you don't know what you, you don't know don't what you're know. missing. Yeah. yeah, but like now, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, oh fuck, glad I dodged that. Bullet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, okay. I have this like weird thing because like sometimes I'm like very sexual, like I really like sex. Yeah, like I'm like, oh fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, 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 that. <laughs> Other times I'm like. I'm asexual. Yeah. I don't, don't touch me. I don't like, I don't want, I'm not attracted to anything. Like, yeah. can't even like, I don't like, I'm not, I don't want to masturbate for a week and I'm like, oh wait, it's been, oh, oh, weird. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's just really I, interesting. Like, I think that that's important. Um, I'm really big on this. I talk to my students a lot about like just sexuality, sexuality in general. Yeah. Um, and like, about more noticing patterns mm-hmm. within within your own energy and your own body and your own fluctuations and um i'm the exact same way like i literally just came out of a period and, and i call it like you know i say that i'm entering into a period of abstinence and i'm like doing it knowingly right like i'm i feel my energy shift i can feel yeah. that like i'm just not 
in that like sexually outward space. Mm-hmm. And so I capitalize on that and I make yeah. it an intention and I say like, okay, well, if that's not where I'm at, great. Then like other things, can other happen. things can come mm-hmm. in. So like, I'm going to make it a choice Yeah. and like draw that power like into that. it. Um, and there's a lot of cool ritual that you can do in that space too. I'm really cool. big on ritual. Yeah. I'd um, like to pick your brain on that too. Yeah. And get something set up that something recently it has been my last three or four days where I'm thinking about it. I really need to log down and again, effectively like a journal thing for like a year of like, where are my heads at? Cause some like, whether that's like a sexual thing on the energetic thing or that working out thing on like getting up early thing lately, I've been in the phase where I'm like, I'll go through phases like three, two or three months where I'm like, working out all the time awesome then I'll get sick and it'll put me back down mm. to like kind of like like today I couldn't wake up until like 11 well, yeah I do go to bed late don't be <laughs> I work late like it's, yeah. I'm a late person but uh, I would like to be up at 9 every day you know something reasonable I think that's early and go to the gym um, but today like I didn't make the choice to do that um, but to log these things down and to kind of like see if there are any patterns Mm. And how I, and how I like operate, you know, and so especially with like a sexual thing, like that's that's kind of cool. I should log that. That should be part of my log too, so I can yeah, can then capitalize on that because I can know okay, cool. I'm in down phase right now. I'm I'm in up phase right mm-hmm. now. How can I be, like right now, like I have a bunch of for a while I made liqueurs, but there's like when I like, oh, cool, and I'm like I don't want to do that right now. Right. You know, and then for a while I was like music, music, music. I'm like right, I don't want to play guitar right now. Right. I can play guitar for like five days. Mm. Just like little stuff like that. I'm like, okay, well, what can I do right now? Whereas, mm. you know, last week is podcast, podcast. This week is podcast. So like, I had my interest uh, dive into so many things. So like, cause I'm not just a, a bartender. No fucking way. Man. I'm more than just a bartender. More than just a bartender, man. Like, come on, <laughs> believe in me, man. Um, no, it's like that comprises a lot of myself, but it's just another yeah. creative outlet for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I want to log these things. I think they're cool. I feel like there, you know, it's, it's, um, don't get me wrong. There are so many more instances of men being supported by our system than women that I'm in no way, shape or form saying that it's a shame that there's only, uh, these apps for women. But, you know, so if you're a woman, they have apps where you like track your menstrual cycle. Yeah. And a lot of those have, like, they have like, you know, did you have sex? Like, how are you feeling? What was your temperature? Like, Hmm. Um, you know, it just, it's like a catalog basically that you choose from. So every day I open my app and I, you know, plug in what my temperature was right when I woke up and I make a few notes about yesterday and I, you know, select any of the options that apply like, um, Hmm. and so I've, I've had this now since 2011 and it's amazing because I'll, I'll do that. Like I'll get into a phase and I'll be like, God, what is going on with me? Like, I just... Like, I don't even want to masturbate. Like, that's fucking weird, you know? Like, yeah. I want nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll, like, scroll back a couple years and, you know, nine times out of ten, it'll be right on, like, okay. within a week or two that I had another phase like this. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. I need to... My brain's too loud right now, and so I like to incorporate more things that kind of quiet down, like, intensive, like, observation of patterns and stuff mm. and then i think that like the reason why i'm glad that you're on today and my later guest danny that you guys are both into a mindful like your lifestyle is really 
uh, like seemingly revolve around that kind of thing and that thing is incorporated really well obviously you run a meditation school and you start a meditation school like that that kind of stuff helps me to kind of return to my style of that and like remember makes me remember like oh you're you're just in this moment like yeah not the loud other thoughts that have 50 things going on or, no it's i'm right here right now at whatever 315 whatever o'clock it is like talking to you recording that's where i'm at right now <laughs> yeah. you know i'm not i'm not in the future of, of uploading this or checking my phone i'm not in well your phone's lost it's well you're just gonna have to sit you're just gonna have to like go have to that. plug a wire into your like skull or something <laughs> she ate my phone fucked up um wizard so I wanted to, while you said this, this just made me think, you know, you were talking about all of your different things that you're interested in, right? Mm -hmm. And how you kind of rotate through them. Yeah. And so I think that's like, this conversation is the perfect highlight of habit and mindfulness and how they have to understand each other. Because there are certain skills and certain things that we have in life where it really is important to maintain some kind of habit. And I'm really big on flexible habit, which means it's a habit that can withstand some variance. Okay. Um... But I'm going to use playing guitar, and I'm not a musician, so if this is totally off base, then please let me know, because I'm mostly just making this up at this point. But I would imagine that as a musician, there has to be a habit of practice that's in your life somewhere, or like your abilities as a musician suffer. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. So, but at the same point, like being mindful means being aware of where you are right now, Right. So if right now, like you're not feeling that connection, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And then how do you create a habit that supports your lifestyle through that, right? So maybe your habit says, that's cool. My habit is that I practice twice a week and my, and it's a minimum, right? So it's like twice a week for 20 minutes. Yeah. So even when you're not feeling it, you can tough, tough it out for 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. You can do anything yeah. for 20 minutes, yeah. right? But that maintains that habit. So then when you're in the flow with your guitar, obviously you're going to do it more than that because mm -hmm. mindfully, like that's where you are, right? Like you're checking in your space and that's where you are. But by maintaining that like flexible habit throughout your entire month, what you do is you actually like build up this layer of like mental fortitude that says like, even when I don't want to do something, every time you do it, you're teaching yourself, you're teaching your brain and your body that like, mm -hmm. Yes, you can. Like, yeah. I don't want to do it, but it doesn't matter. I'm just going to do it. And it's like every time you do it, it's like, you know, it's like another high five. And then you feel great about it. And so then it becomes easier and easier. And then building habits, the more habits that you consciously build, the easier it gets to build habits. Okay. Yeah. So that cool. was just a, a, a very simple little thing that like popped into yeah. my head, you know, no, as an that's, example. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good, that's a really good thing that I could incorporate. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I just seek to improve always, whether that's just as a just as a human in general. So whether it's any of the things I'm interested in, and like I want to keep them around because I feel a shred of guilt sometimes. I'm like, well, I made all these cures, and like I'm not, I can't necessarily pursue anything right now because of like the amount of money it would cost to legally run something, and <laughs> I don't necessarily want to yeah. um, necessarily want to start a distillery, right? Um, at least right now, you know, mm. and like. I'm going to look towards collaboration with with other people to make that happen who already have like distilleries and whatnot. That 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 is probably the best route. But I'm as like a you know are you familiar with the word validity? Of what? The word validity. 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 
Yeah. It has to do with like one's desire to do something. Huh. So like it's wanting to do it and not wanting to do it enough. So uh. there's some like experiencing some validity about doing it. Like I want to do it, but like I'm not fuck yeah about doing that right now because right. like I want to explore this mm-hmm. podcast world, you know, and get that kind of up and running. But I want, I want to make, I would love to incorporate it as a habit. I guess, like I see something on my counter right now. Like I need, I still need to strain that and add water and sugar to that and so I can have a liqueur. But I don't know, you know, I think that then that, that, that begs the question, like you have to also decide what things need to be a habit and which things don't, you know, yeah. I would feel like playing music probably should be a habit yeah. for your ultimate growth and progression as a musician. Whereas mm-hmm. like making the chords, like I don't think you're necessarily losing anything yeah. if yeah. you don't, if it's not a habit, you know, like mm-hmm. if it's something that you like flow in and out of, cause the flow state is important too. Yeah. 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 And so I, I, I definitely, I'm almost there to craving playing guitar again. Yeah. Like I'm about today. I really like it when you like lean into the microphone. <laughs> I know. I well, keep realizing I'm like leaning back and the volume is like changing. And then here I'm in closing and I'm back again. And yeah. Back again. Sounds a little different. Still sounds okay, but yeah, it sounds sounds more. It's like crisp. My voice is also kind of like lower today too. <clears throat> I had like a sinus infection for like a week and a half, and usually like lingering effects. I I get that almost every. I get sick at the beginning of every summer. It's always. It's always that kind of recurring thing that's happened to me, which is could be a variety of things, but um, sinus infection is usually how I get sick. Pick my nose. I'm in the the place like my, my <laughs> like I'm in a place where uh, you know I grow my nails long my for guitar for one hand, and so maybe I pick with that, and like there's stuff in me with my nose, like because of you know work and stuff. Like I work in an environment with a lot of different germs, but. That probably strengthens my immune system. I think my sinuses are just susceptible to... Mm-hmm. My parents have similar issues and probably just susceptible to getting infections. Whatever. But I um, I still have lingering effects from my voice, so I can't quite sing as well. Okay. Um, and I also work in a loud bar, and so talking a lot. I like to talk to people. And Saturday night, I one night a week, I work the floor. Okay. Basically serving and... Um, I have to explain the menu the same way over and over for hundreds of people and so I'm, I'm always talking and it's loud in there and it, at, over time my voice starts to get tired and then it goes away and so um, it's just kind of a product of like where I'm at with work right now mm-hmm. so just little small things I think about of I, I don't know why but like while you were saying that I was like oh so you're like like in my head I was like oh your voice needs to do push-ups like you need to like strengthen your voice, like make it do push-ups. Yeah. What is the equivalent of like a voice push-up? Um. So you have like two. I want to have one of my friends on who can explain this better. But <laughs> <laughs> we have two sets of muscles that control your voice. Okay. So you have like your chest voice, where I'm talking now, regular, hey, 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 mm-hmm. and then I can sing in my head voice. Ooh, awesome. <laughs> you know, I can talk. You sound like a mini or no Mickey Mouse. You sound no, like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, so I like I could talk up there in my in my head voice and it's like soft and I'm, it's I'm using different muscles than I would be using oh, now. Okay. So you use like two different muscle groups. Yeah, yeah. Use like twenty seven muscles. It's okay. fucking crazy. Your voice is a lot. So it could be honestly, it's just local fry. I like I 
I, I use it too much. I think I need more rest. Mm. Um, I need to have a day a week where I don't talk. Ooh. Especially when I'm before, before a That's a ritual. Show. That should be a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Especially before a show. Mm. It's like I won't talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. I, I think Sunday's a good day for that usually because I don't typically do. Because it's the Lord's Day. Yeah. Well, I love the Lord. <laughs> and I don't want to deny that. I'm sorry, Father, for I have, I have sweared. <laughs> I talked about sex with a woman. And that's, well, I know that's wrong. Um, and so hopefully you'll forgive I for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, as an, as an almost none, um, I feel, I feel like it's in my power to forgive you for that. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah Cause so. I'm kind of nervous. I, I still sound like my worst cause there's like almost none in the room and I've never really met an almost none. And I, I don't know, am I doing anything wrong? Oops. I look. I didn't bring my ruler, so oh, like even if you were doing something wrong, you'd be safe. I would have known. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> oh my God! You almost were a nun. That sucks. You missed it. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of want to meet the other dimension dude who's like actually a nun. What if you're just the same? Just a nun. I just don't fuck. No. Nope. Teach meditation. Catholic meditation. Catholic meditation. And, Catholic meditation. And I make cheese. And I make cheese. Meditating cheese. Yeah. Mm. Ritual cheese. Oh, ritual cheese. I, I really feel like that that other dimension self is uh, probably is probably quite plump. Oh, yeah. She's, that's she's a, that's the case. Yeah, yeah. You're not a nun if you're not plump. <laughs> Honestly, nuns, I feel like this nuns just make cheese. I don't know. I watched like, I think it was like cooked Michael Pollan's like, <gasps> Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was his like cooked thing on Netflix where having a nun, I think she's in Pennsylvania and she's like, she makes cheese and she makes cheese, but she got, she had gotten in trouble with like the FDA because she was making raw cheese and she was, she was doing her ferments, her culturing in um, a wooden vat. But the thing is like when your, when your microbiome is so healthy in that wooden vat, that's the dominant microbe you know this is dominant bacteria in there so you're not worried you're not worried about contaminating with right. other bacteria when like the government requires that you pasteurize everything and reculture everything you're just basically starting new mm. and it's not as effective as like actually having and so she was like a microbiologist too and, oh my uh, god yeah okay I yeah, heard, yeah now so that's like what, yeah. that's, those are the jokes <laughs> that's where i'm <laughs> starting my jokes from okay i'm gonna pause it really quick because that's annoying Sorry about that. That was annoying. Yeah, I mean, the phone had to come out at some point. I know. She threw it up. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm okay, yeah. Okay. No, my Does voice is hurt? a little, it's a little scratchy now. You can now. stretch release. That was wild. Yeah, I know. It was, well. I saw the whole outline like a cartoon of the phone. <laughs> Her jaw opened like a snake. Yeah, the, the coolest thing was how big I could open my yeah. mouth. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we were, the first time we hung out, we, we had talked about, um, Sun god was it Ra? Ra, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Goddess and the goddess Isis. Isis, as mm-hmm. Isis. Sorry, yeah. that. so we're, Isis we're talking about. Yeah. And I was talking. You had. What was your first encounter with Isis? Oh my! So my first encounter with Isis was um, on mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. So was mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so fucking crazy. So. Yeah, she told me the story, and I was just like, my jaw dropped. She's like, what's, what's up? And I was like, that same shit, yo. Yeah. Um, is your first time on mushrooms? 
Whatever. It was my second time on mushrooms. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My first time on mushrooms, I was with someone and we were out like in nature. Yeah. Um, so that was, it was pretty just like about like the nature, but no, it was my first time doing mushrooms by myself. Okay. Yeah. And my second time doing it ever. You were at home? I was at home. Okay. Yeah. Was it an overall good trip? Oh yeah. Weren't you on Tinder trying to talk to people? That oh no, that was up? when I took acid. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was when I took acid by myself for the first time. And you were like, I just want someone to hang out with. Yeah, and I like went on Tinder and I uh, matched with someone and I was like, hey, full disclosure, I'm high as a motherfucking kite. I'm not going to have sex with you. I really just need someone to like sit in a bookstore and talk to me for like an hour. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. I, um, Tinder, oh my God. I ran, okay, on Bumble, I did it, I did it like a month or two ago, just, just for some shred of hope. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm indifferent now, I'm, it's fine. But I, I had a, I ran out of people to match with, because I, I didn't match anyone. I matched one person, <laughs> and they, they didn't ever hit me up, and I was like, okay. I'm like, I, I guess I just don't like very many women. Like, I, I literally expanded it, and I ran out. Yeah. Like, who else fucking runs out without matching? No, I feel like I've I've had a few other men say that. I think yeah. it's different for men. Okay. On that app. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah, I it's just silly. Apps are apps are silly. I'd rather have a different um, way. But um, <laughs> anyway, the Tinder thing. Yeah. So I encountered, ice. I, what I think was ISIS. When you showed me when I we looked at the picture, I was like, what the fuck? I was floored. I was on mushrooms for the first time. It was like a two gram dose and. It was pretty, it was very spiritual. It was really, really cool. I had like, at one point, looked inside, my eyes were closed, and I had seen like a, um, like kind of like a, like a, what the inside of a womb would look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With like, you know, when you shine a light through your finger, and it's like right. kind of red, and the same kind of thing, you're shining a light through it, it's kind of like light red lit up, and in the middle of it was this kind of white, bright glowing shallot. Mm-hmm. And it was just like video gaming. And I was pulling every layer off every layer off was a different layer of myself and it was infinite yeah and I couldn't get to the center and I wasn't trying to get to the center I just knew that right and it was just a brief glimpse because I opened my eyes again and there I was laying on the floor watching my friend's puppy chew a bone <laughs> simultaneously the cutest thing and the grossest thing I've ever seen right new teeth are just oh okay poking, no mm. poking through his his gums but then you look then you like then you zoom out a little bit in your perspective perspective and he's and like oh he's just a little cute little puppy but then you look close you're like oh god oh man it was just a weird yeah it was really fascinating but yeah I went before that though I was laying in my bed and it was about 4 5 the sun's kind of going on it's, it was over summer so it was like still light out right but it was sun was on its trajectory down and um I closed my eyes and I saw this like insectoid kind of like if anyone I don't know if you know about but Starcraft. Yeah. Starcraft, the Kerrigan, that like the girl who's like infected by the alien. Um, she, she was like her mixed with. She had like seven arms, and it looked like that picture of ISIS you showed me. But mm-hmm. and that's another reason why I have Kali tattooed on me. Yeah. Is because it, she was encountered with that too. It was multiple, mm-hmm. but then she like it was in the forefront of my vision, and she like opened her arms and she was kind of insectoid and it was like real strange and I wish I would have stayed there more and kind of like gathered more information but I opened my eyes because it was so intense I was like what the fuck I closed my eyes again and a few other things happened but like yeah it's just interesting that we both have 
this, yeah. Yours, yours was more in depth, right? Didn't she take you down? And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was, um, so, you know, I'll say first of all that typically my experiences working with deities is, you know, a lot of, a lot of the goddess energy will manifest in several different forms, right? So it's mm-hmm. not surprising to me that you would see goddess and Kali, or you'd see Isis and Kali, um, and, you know, who, who knows who else, right? Like, yeah. um, but yeah, so my experience with her, um, was I closed my eyes and all of a sudden like shining in front of my face was a golden disc, like a sun. And it was really bright. And I felt my, uh, my third eye like slowly open. And then it was like this crystalline gaze of light. And then she was, she like appeared like in that light. Um, and she actually ended up taking me on this like amazing journey, which I, I journey a lot. Um, anyways in meditation yes that just means to go explore other other dimensions other realms um and so she took me on a journey um underneath some pyramids and showed me a ritual um that you can use to sort of like let go of something Mm -hmm. that you want to like get rid of so it's like a death ritual so you actually die and you go through this whole ritual and then you're reborn um and she tasked me with with bringing this ritual into the world. So I actually ended up hosting uh, at the next, well, not immediately, but a few months later at the new moon, I actually hosted this ritual at my place and invited, you know, I think like six to eight people and led them on this crazy Egyptian journey, death wow. ritual. Yeah. yeah, I remember we talked about this. That's so fascinating to me. I would love, I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're the next, uh, the next time I managed to get my shit together to do one, you're, you're on the guest list. Cool. So yeah. 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 I look forward to that. Yeah. That so amazing. Um, yeah, this has been a fucking awesome conversation. <laughs> That's so fun. We talked like, you're so cool. We vibe so well. I love it. I love the, uh, the Tolkien energy and like the weird quirky stuff and like the knowledge we both have to be able to like, shared other people you know mm-hmm. that's the cool thing I like about being able to have this platform I guess is to be able to just talk and then hit record right and people can people can tune in if they and, and they, they get to learn something new they get to real maybe maybe someone's like holy shit like I can I can change I can start making new habits I can right I can like start googling how to take care of my plants better like all the all the things we talked about hopefully can help other people grow or at least add some entertainment value um and then hopefully get 10 more people to hear about your school you know oh yeah yeah Yeah. well i mean i I don't know i feel like you uh you have a natural gift of connecting to people and i think it's i think part of it is a karma like i think it's something you're not conscious of yourself and i think the other part of it is and this is i told you why i why i was inspired to reach out is you take the time and make the effort to like actually see the people that are in front of you, you know? So, um, the fact that I'm just another person that you're serving a drink to. And I mean, granted, I know some of the same people that you know, that you work with, but I don't even know that you were cognizant of that. 
and yet you made full eye contact with me and like engaged me as a human, even as a stranger, you know, like yeah. you didn't know me, we didn't know each other. And like, you like took well, the I've time. Seen you so many times before. Yeah. <laughs> you, keep, you say that like, I'm like drinking all the time. At I had totally seen you three, three times prior. <laughs> I've been there for a year and I know just teasing. change at that point. <laughs> I just don't want all of your listeners to think I'm like some crazy lush who's drinking an undertow no, she's all just the time. Fountains. <laughs> As if that's not weird enough. Touche. I, I don't drink a lot, but I, that, that story is so funny. Like, would they, they were just nice, like, hey, you got to put your clothes no, on. No, they'd take me to the station. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they would, you know, they would be like, are you going to put your clothes? I mean, eventually it was always the same cop because it was basically the same shifts. His name was Michael. He was amazing. He was a mounted officer, so he was on the horse. Um, and he'd be like, you know, after the probably the third or fourth time, he would just be like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and take me to the station you know there's a station right, right yeah right there yeah. um wouldn't book me would hold me for like an hour and let me go be like please don't do this again you know we're gonna have to pick you up again oh my and God. i would just be all on my high horse um <laughs> <laughs> proving a point proving a point which was that like it, this is my body it's natural you don't have any right to make it illegal for me to be in my natural state right yeah. like it's a bit it's a bit ridiculous it's stigmatized it's also like really uh, ingrained in our society yeah like gonna take a lot of time for that stuff to break but man you require people like you to, to do that i mean i was much really younger right. and much hotter then yeah. so it was way easier <laughs> i was fearless yeah my confidence was through the roof right like that was funny yeah that's so funny yeah i i, I like the idea of like of me posting like, naked pictures on online i would i want to do that i, I like that idea my too my mom fucking yeah. does not I'm, like my roommate took some of me was, they were like artful i was just nothing showed you know yeah. I'm posting on Instagram and mom's like sorry you're confronting me about that I'm like oh, I did not want to have this conversation with you um, and uh, and my dad was like think about it like imagine if you had a kid seeing them naked online it'd be weird right I'm like yeah you're right sorry guys sorry you yep, know yep. but my parents have been pretty cool about it actually yeah, yeah. My, my parents are amazing they're just uh, certain things that no that's cool yeah, yeah. I just I, I they're yeah. very very forward I've, I've helped open open them up a little bit I want to do mushrooms with both of them oh that'd be that would be so healing oh yeah yeah I'd, it's going to take a lot of work to maybe <laughs> maybe convince my dad like, no no I, I've gotten to smoke weed and yeah I've gotten high with him it's fun me and my dad get deep when that happens oh yeah we're just, cool. especially on Christmas Eve we all like it's like a tradition thing to kind of we'll smoke cigars and just drink a bunch and just get stoned and be in the spa. One year it was amazing because it was like 45 degrees and like raining and we're just in the spa. Just me and me and Pop just <laughs> hanging. We, and we're both so like similar passion, uh-huh. like really engaged kind of people. Like so both of us together we're just like deep talking and like you know I owe so much of my alcohol knowledge to him and plants knowledge. Like I was thinking about it earlier talking about plants. I was like holy shit like I did grow up around this. My grandma's an avid um, gardener and uh, she more mostly ornamental, not okay. really much edible, but <clears throat> so many or- like in California it was nuts how many flowers she had, and, mm-hmm. like nuts. And her home in North Carolina where she lives now is like filled with plants, indoor plants, and she propagates them. And then she was so cute. She gave me a plant last time I was there. I was like I have too much stuff. I'm bringing on the plane. I can't fit it. And so I drove back from North Carolina to uh, Nashville where I was flying out of, 
I gave the plant to a friend who let me stay at their house in Nashville during that trip. Um, so I had started in Nashville and ended in Nashville. But okay. I had seen my grandma and like, it was so sweet. She got me like, that woman has such a good place in my heart. So anyway, she, she propagates so many plants and kind of, so like, I'm like, holy shit, plants are, are a part of me. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, it's, uh, I didn't realize it, you know, until I was like, oh shit. Like growing up around this stuff, there was kind of a break in Arizona. Like my dad wouldn't, we didn't have a lot of indoor plants, but now their parents do. They have a lot more now. And like my dad's so knowledgeable on that. And this is, this is cool. Like, okay, cool. The apple doesn't uh, fall far from a tree. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I always fuck that up too. I just, I just, that phrase, that phrase. I, I thought about it hard. I was like, don't fuck it up. You got it. I always say far as fall. <laughs> Apple far as fall from the tree. Apple far as fall. Falls far. Well, oh. uh, uh, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> so yeah, I usually fuck that one up. Right? Yeah. You didn't. So, you nailed it. Yeah. Nailed Maybe. it. Um, really quick. I want to close out, but I want to, I want you to explain, are you French? Um, so my father's family, his whole family is French. Um, my mom is primarily Irish. Okay. And, um, yeah. So the last name, is that where you were going? Yeah. Okay. And the first name too. Oh yeah. My first name. So, uh, Evie is a nickname for Yvonne, which is, yeah. It's a wonderful name. Yeah. So, but my first name, my name is Danielle Yvonne. Okay. So I have a ridiculous amount of nicknames. Um, I prefer Evie, okay. but I mean, I have people who call me a million different things. So, okay. um, Yvonne, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, that's a family name for us, which is okay. really cool. So, um, story for another day perhaps, but, uh, you want to come on the podcast again and talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, the last name, it's a made up word totally made up they made it up uh like 1790 for a woman named marguerite and some guy wanted to marry her she was probably just a like a local woman who had some yeah some some not blue blood you know um (laughs) but i guess she had something going on that he wanted to marry her so they made up a a fake title so she was marguerite ludis was her name Mm. And uh, it's the first first mention of the word. It's totally made up. There's no Deez. entomological root. Deez. It's not so part of something. It's called D-I-Z-E-S. Yeah, D-I-Z-E-S, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, it's not, D, it's not a Z, but it's a different... Well, Z, yeah, Z. I just say Z. Oh, it is a Z? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if there was like a, a, another marker with, you know, with a Z with a little cross in it. That's how I make my... That's how I make a Z, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... Okay. I don't know. I don't think there's a difference. I just like, <laughs> that's how I call it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Evie these. Yeah. These? These. Cool. Yeah. I want I, I really need to ask you this whole time. I, I forgot to. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, uh-huh, thank this you. This has been awesome. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode number three. I hope uh, you enjoyed it. I hope you found some new information out, and I hope you uh, were entertained because... It's always good to get entertained in this life. So, yeah, please uh, please stay tuned for more episodes. I will be posting my next guest probably in the next three to four days, depending on uh, scheduling things. So looking forward to it. Have a great week and all. Bye-bye.